SAFM 104-107 Nationwide Play your part Sign the pledge against gender-based violence Challenge and denounce cultural practices that perpetuate gender inequalities SAFM supports 16 days of activism Hashtag moving from awareness to accountability Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. It is uh, 21 minutes before 11 o'clock. At 11, remember, Mudubi Mahalimela comes in with the final news bulletin. And it's going to be a wala one. Trust you me. And uh, right now, we are joined on the line by Bongani Matebula, who is... In the tourism business, he's a tourism business owner, and we're going to be talking about the fundamentals of tourism industry. But firstly, how he got into this very interesting industry and taken a path, I think, less traveled by most. Because when you think of travel industry, you're thinking of a flight center, you're thinking of uh, hospitality. But he took a route that isn't like no other. So please uh, do uh, welcome me, um, help me, A-teamers, to welcome Bongane Matebula. Thank you very much for joining us, Bongane. Good evening. You. Good evening, Bongane. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? Loud and clearly now. Good evening. Thank you very much for yeah. joining us. So you are not only just in the tourism business and owning a business in it, you are also ranking one of the top uh, tour operators internationally when it comes uh, to ratings tell us about this um yeah so i'm i'm one of the leading um experience uh, hosts uh, in the world as well yeah so i mean it's it's been a it's for me it's been like a uh, um like an honor you know to get such a title especially if it comes from the people that you constantly host, you know, and from like review, reviews that make up such a title. So, I mean, it it, it really depends on 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 like a specific um, um, like host, you know. Mm. Um, meaning, meaning, it, it depends on like the kind of experiences they book, you know. But for this one, it was mainly for one of the street art uh, tours that I have um, as one of the packages. And it seemed, you know, like they really, really enjoyed um, the experience itself. So um, so they kept repeatedly writing about um, that experience, uh, like different countries and everything. And then after a while, you know, the algorithms started, like, picking up. Um, it means people wrote more than, um, like, they were expected to write. It was as if they were writing, um, like, stories and articles instead of writing, like, a a, a normal, like, um, preview. So then a lot of the algorithms started picking up in terms of, like, how many words used, how many letters, and so on and so forth. So then, yeah, man, it really then became that case where, that experience started, like, you know, um, picking up a lot of uh, numbers and so forth. And so that's how I got to um, win as, like, a number one global host, you know, because when they were checking, there was none of 
the other experiences that had that amount of uh, words or letters um, um, written on the preview. Wow, that's exciting. It's exciting to know that technology has not only made the tourism industry uh, so much easier to access, but it's also helping us, those who are going to be having these experiences, get an understanding as to what we are getting ourselves into. So technology is really working to your advantage. Is Have you been using a lot of um you know, of technology of late, especially with uh, these hard lockdowns and uh, travel bans and the likes? Have you been using a lot of technology to get your name out there, to get your business out there? Or were you also under the heat when we were experiencing hard lockdowns? Um, Yeah, I guess um, technology was like, you know, um, of good usage, you know, under lockdown. So I was under lockdown. But of course, using technology was um, like what what we call virtual tourism, you know, where I had to uh, use actually technology to kind of like um, do tours um, through uh, through 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 the phone or uh, through the laptop. Meaning, I'll be at a specific spot and I just have to move around so guests can see the kind of spaces that I'm talking about, you know. Um, There was that part, uh, which was uh, very helpful. Um, And then, of course, there was the second part, which I had to kind of, like, um, go on, um, like, uh, video for at least a good 30, 40 minutes and explaining about the spaces uh, that are interesting in Johannesburg and just giving, like, backdrop information and also like just um, sending some drawings that I had, like some artworks um, for, you know, for, 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 for like the guests and so forth. So I guess it was helpful in that way, you know, so I was kind of like half stuck and half not stuck because I was using, you know, uh, technological devices to do uh, virtual tours, you know. Have, have South Africans taken a liking to virtual tours? Uh, and I'm sure it probably works out a bit cheaper. But have we been, um, you know, uh, logging in or is it more of the international guests? Mm, uh, yeah, that's a bit of a tough one. Eh? I've been, you know, local, you know, there's always that um, uh, side where, you know, they assume they do uh kind of like Johannesburg, <laughs> much better. So I end up having around 25% of like um, local bookings. And then like the rest of the 75 would come like from international. You know? hmm. um, so yeah, it, it's, it's that kind of scenario, you know. So let, let me take a question out to the A-teamers. A-teamers, you are here in South Africa listening right now. You're a South African and you are not touring your own country. Why? Why? Tell me what the reasons are that we are not, you know, getting to know our own cities, getting to know our own towns, our own heritage sites. What is the reason? Call in on 011 And I'm sure there's a young person who's 
I finished their grade 12 exams and thinking I want to get into the tourism industry and I never thought I'd be able to with all these lockdowns. Yeah, virtual tourism is something that is happening according to Bongani Matebula who's our guest. You can also call in, ask your questions on 0614-104107. That's our WhatsApp number or SMS 41391. Local is lacquer. That's what we always say, but we're not doing it. We're just saying it. Bongani, okay, with the local travel, perhaps maybe this could be the reason why uh, South Africans are not traveling much. We hear that local travel is quite expensive. So going on these local mm-hmm. tours is expensive. And if I'm a person who was, for instance, born and bred in Johannesburg, I mean, who doesn't know where Bree Street is? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> and why would I want to know about Bree Street? What is the significance of me understanding my all these heritage sites around Johannesburg, why the buildings were built, how how old mm. the buildings are? Some people are just saying, ah, Gabiza, it's expensive traveling around the country. So I might as well just go to the local pub and just drink up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I understand, you know. it's the, So with me and my company, like I have two sets of prices, you know, uh, your local prices and then your international um, pricing, you know. And so just to make it very, very easy for local travelers to kind of like get um, affordable experiences that are very educational and so forth, you know. So, um, so yeah, there's, I guess, the, 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 the two differences. And then, of course, there's, there's, there's also the reality of, like, costs, um, of, like, the actual experiences themselves, you know, like your basic uh, costs. So sometimes... It's it's a matter of um, uh, am I really going to do this experience, or I'm just gonna you know kind of like uh, complain about the price kind of a thing. And I think most of the time with like our travelers, it all comes from I don't know if it's doubt or it also comes exactly from what you're saying. Like, I think I know my country way better. You know, I think I know my city. What are you really going to tell me that you know about, um, you know, my city or my country? And only to find out, like, there's a whole lot of things that people do not know about their country and their city. And, yeah, it just really becomes a bit of a, of a bad situation because then you have, like, a lot of internationals that spend like an hour or two hours in the city and they walk away with information that makes them blend in very well in your country more than you would and you've been staying here for a bit much uh, longer than 20 years or so, you know. So, yeah, man, I think it's really a choice, you know. It's like, do I really sacrifice this um, much money to get to know my spaces very well, or do I not, you know? And also just, like, realistically looking at the the, 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 the experience and how much it would cost if you get it alone, you know? There's just so many things to weigh on, you know? 
Well, I wouldn't say it's a sacrifice. I'll say it's an investment because the more you know about yeah. the richness of your city mm-hmm. or your country, it, it, it's the better you, you become as a patriotic South African. So for me, yeah. it's an investment into history. It's an investment into modern day culture because that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with mm-hmm. the arts. You're dealing yeah. with graffiti. And you're gonna, we're going to get more into that. So you have taken traditional tourism, uh, you know, and you've spin it around and you are allowing guests to experience a new way of tourism. So take us through um, a tour. I mean, we are walking and what are we seeing? How do you get me as Patricia to choose a particular tour? Because all, you say you've got various tours. So how do I choose one? What is it that will attract me to one? And when I'm there, what is the experience? Mm, especially when you're like in one of the tours, right? I think one of, one of the most famous uh, tours is the ones I get just for Johannesburg in general, right? Like, for instance, someone would book uh, either a street art tour or an art tour or historical, sometimes would do architectural and so forth. A lot of people really, like when I say, underestimate the amount of knowledge they can get out of just taking a simple, simple Johannesburg or Josie walk is like serious, you know? Like the amount of beautiful information that Johannesburg has from street to street is just breathtaking, you know? And it's not just uh, typical information, it's like vital info. Um, um, It's like information that you would need to know as a person, you would need to know as a businessman, you need to know as a scholar, you just, you know, kind of like need to know in general. There's like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful information. It's, you know, your wow kind of moment. Um, I'm a bit ashamed that it's my city and it's got this much and I don't know. And there's just so much to take in. You know, it's like a whole maze of, um, you know, the, the, the that expression or that experience from Alice in Wonderland when you go deep down the rabbit hole and you find like this amazing world of like information with Joburg. It's very challenging um, to, it's, it's almost like you're seeing um, two worlds to three worlds colliding as you have in the whole talk, you know, because one minute you're receiving the information, which corresponds moves very well with what you're seeing um, in the present moment, Joburg. So we almost uh, start seeing history and the present moment all happening at the same time with like slight changes, of course, you know. And then of course you start experiencing this, you start seeing where you think Joburg could be headed or like a, a specific direction it's headed. Like a whole pool of information. You know? It's like a movie. Like watching a movie. Mm. That's how I would put it. 
the experience, the experience, just by you telling me, I've already visualized it. I want to immerse in it. Here's an A-teamer who says, I was born and bred in Cape Town. I enjoy touring Cape Town with the red bus or doing a walk tour, a walking tour. So we do tour our city as locals and we love it. We should not generalize. And thank you very much, A-teamer, for letting us know that you do tour your city. It's a good thing. I think more and more of us South Africans should be touring our city. Bongani says, according to his bookings it's only 25 percent of his bookings that are local so i think we can up that number let's up that number after all some other countries are not allowing us to get into their uh, borders so let's enjoy this country because it's the, it's it's as beautiful as any other i think if not better Bongani, when you know with these tours that you do you've been in this industry for about 11 years what are the changes that you have seen um, you there's been a lot of changes. I remember when I, when I like started the walking tours, I promise and I swear I did not see any other tourist guide who was walking Johannesburg with a group of uh, internationals from Jeppe's town, um, using Commissioner Street all the way to Carlton's end. Like I did not see anybody doing that, you know? And for me, it was my biggest wish and my biggest vision when I, when I started and I was doing a lot of these tours um, was to at least see the second tourist guide, third, fourth, or even fifth or sixth, doing the same thing and having some sort of safety, you know, while all of that was happening. And I think one of the biggest turnarounds for me, like the changes, was in the safety. The number of people or tourist guides that um, followed and started doing a lot of walking tours in Johannesburg City and outside of Johannesburg in different locations and townships. You know, I started like hearing about a lot of walking tours that are now um, starting, you know. So those are some of the changes that I've seen, I started seeing a lot of people now joining uh, tourism. Tourism started becoming like this big thing, especially in the city center, Johannesburg, you know. It started becoming this um, big thing. It started trending. Walking tours started trending. Finding um, special gems in Johannesburg, these little hidden spaces and corners started being a thing, you know, started becoming a trend. And before that, you know, it was, it was kind of like almost like a taboo to be finding all these spaces in Joburg because of the crime. And in some spaces, it was stigma, you know. Um, so those are the kinds of changes, safety, um, job opportunities, um, a lot of inspiration um, for different guys, and just normal people who weren't just guys, you know, they were educating themselves about the city and so forth. And then started seeing uh, a rise in uh, the number of um, cool spaces like Maboneng popping up, Urban Knowledge, like a lot of places just started popping up. And it just made Joburg more and more safer and a safer playground for even locals to start, you know, indulging in this uh, lost city. I started seeing the government also started getting involved in terms of the safety, you know, they were enforcing safety just for tourism, you know, that for me was a big game changer.
A game changer indeed. Now, we've only got three minutes left. In this three minutes, I want to ask you about uh, specific areas in Joburg. And I'll start with Troyville. Um, I hear that a lot of uh, famous South Africans were raised or born there. Um, and and uh, is it true? And uh, what is Troyville known for? I'm just asking about the specific one. Ah, no, no, no. Talk to me, talk to me. No, Troyville, damn. Like, um, like I grew up in Troyville, you know. Um, I think you know Troyville made me as well, you know. Um, from from fine art, the music, um, the street ciphers, um, just the people. You know, there's some giants, you know, in Troyville. You know, David, you know, Weber Park. Um, you know, Abu Peter, Abu Brapita, Barracourt, you've got Wayne Barker. I used to work at a place called The Red Line. Um, it was owned by this woman called Ethel, Ethel Williams, you know, and I was quite young. I was like 13 to 14, you know, and I was exposed to big names. I was exposed to people like Abu Dinky, the guy who um, did, uh, did uh, sculpturing, iron sculptures. Um, in Newtown, I was exposed to people like Sansa from YFM. Um, you know, I was exposed to so many names. I was Samson, again, Wayne Barker, and just so many artistic names. Troyville has, I used to call it Little Africa, you know. It had so many different nationalities from all over Africa. It had this family feel. Um, you know, the graffiti, the street art from uh, PCP crew, Abu Rasti. You know, there's just so much, so much about that space. Baza Art Gallery uh, with Andrew, people known as True. Um, you know, man, the Troyville Hotel. Uh, it's, the history there is endless. My yeah. goodness, my goodness. I'm so yeah. glad I asked about this because, uh, yeah, it's, it's a place that's close to one of my colleagues' hearts. And and I think my colleague is happy to know that the place closest to their heart has such rich history. Bongani, how do our A-teamers um, get in touch with you? Do you have a website, social media handle, so that they'll be able to book a tour around uh, Johannesburg or even around any part of the continent? Yeah, so I'm reachable through mostly Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Um, it's Josie Triangle, that's J-O-Z-Y underscore T-R-I-A-N-G-E-L. The triangle is T-R-A-N-G-E-L. Josie Triangle. And also, people can just email Josie Triangle at gmail.com. So the Josie is J O Z Y. And yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so very much, Bongani, for joining us. So looking forward to joining one of your tours soon. Thank you very much for having me. It was an honor and a pleasure. Hey, teamers, let's go to the news. It's a minute after 11 with Mudubi Mahalimela. Mudubi, hola.